Welcome to the Educational Leadership Moment, where you'll gain valuable insights on research-based and experientially learned educational leadership principles and best practices that promote student success. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your host. With my extensive experience as a classroom teacher, school administrator, and central office staff member, I'm dedicated to sharing effective strategies to ensure student achievement. So, grab your favorite beverage, a pen or a pencil, and a notepad, and get ready to take notes. And if you find this moment valuable, and I am confident that you will, please like, subscribe, and share with your colleagues, friends, and family. Thank you for joining me on the Educational Leadership Moment. Now, get ready to take your educational leadership to the next level. And remember, when students are led well, they learn well. Do you make New Year's resolutions? Or maybe you write goals for the upcoming year. According to a 2016 research study, 41% of Americans make New Year's resolutions. So if your answer is yes to either question, I have another important question. And I think it's actually more important. So what's the question? How successful are you in accomplishing your resolutions or goals? For example, how many months did you work towards your resolution last year before you quit? So if your resolution was, I'm going to work out three times a week, so you joined a gym, how long was it before you started to skip a day? And then you stopped going altogether. Well, research shows only 9% of individuals complete their resolutions. So if you are in the 41% and then you quit, don't feel bad. Because you are now in a group much larger than the 9%, right? Furthermore, research by Strava indicates by January 19th, most people will throw in the towel and quit their resolution. So think about that. Out of the 32% that quits their resolution or the goal that they set, they do it by January 19th. So why do we make New Year's resolutions or goals, especially if we're just going to quit them not even a month into it? Because it's a time of new beginnings. You see, the start of a new year is a time of reflection and preparation. 
we think about the things we should have done or what we want to do. During this time, we set the goals we want to accomplish for the year. Now, in full transparency, because you know I like to be very honest with you, I no longer make New Year's resolutions. That's right. Yes, I used to be in the 41%. So why did I stop making resolutions? Because, like the 32%, I never completed them. You see, I would get frustrated and revert to my typical behavior. However, when I married my husband, something changed. I know you're wondering, so what? What changed? Well, my husband became my accountability partner. Now I have someone to remind me and hold me accountable. At the beginning of the new year, during our annual anniversary vacation, my husband and I review last year's goals and craft our goals for the upcoming year. Then, throughout the year, we discuss our progress or lack thereof. (laughs) Now, I would love to say we're always successful in completing our goals, but mm, that would not be true. However, our success rate has dramatically improved. So, how can you improve your success rate? Well, Marcel Schwantes offers four steps to assist you. They are, first, set specific and challenging goals. So, the more specific you are in establishing the goal that you want to achieve, the higher your success rate will be. So you can't just say, I want to improve my health. That's a great goal, but it's not very specific and it's not challenging. So to make it a more challenging goal, make it more specific. I want to improve my health by eating a low-fat low-carb diet. That's very specific, and depending on your eating habits, it's probably very challenging. Next, you want to set goals that you are passionate about and pursue them relentlessly. So if your goal is to improve your health, why are you passionate about that? See, your passion is going to drive the change that you want to make. Well, I'm passionate about it because during my last physical, my doctor told me my blood pressure was high and my cholesterol is high. Okay. But what drives me to relentlessly pursue that is I want to be around for my children I want to see them graduate from high school, graduate from college, get married, and have grandchildren. 
And if I want to do that, I need to improve my health starting now so that I can enjoy those events with my children and my future grandchildren. The third step is to establish a support system. So this is where having an accountability partner becomes so important. What is the support system that will help you follow that low-carb, low-fat diet that's going to help you improve your health? Maybe you have a group of friends that you're all working toward the same goals. Or you have a specific accountability partner like I have with my husband. The last step is to chunk your goals into smaller goals to reach your big goal. So to just change your eating habits overnight, we tend not to have very good success with that, which is why we give up after a period of time, because we feel like we can't enjoy any of the things we normally like to eat. So how about finding a plan in which you start slow and you build up over time. So instead of cutting out all of your favorite foods that are high or moderate carbs, you start slowly by picking one particular food. Then you add another food after one week or two weeks or a month, and you build up over time. You see, Aristotle said, we are what we do repeatedly. So we are what we repeatedly do. If you follow these four steps, you will be on the road to successfully achieve your goals. As a leader, if you don't set goals, I highly encourage you to start doing so. But if you're like me, You are wondering how to improve your success rate. Well, the four steps that we just discussed will help you improve your success rate. After all, you don't want to be like the 91% of individuals who never complete their goals. Thank you for tuning in to this educational leadership moment. If you enjoyed listening, Subscribe to my moments on your favorite platform to receive notifications when we release new moments. Also, don't forget to check out our past moments, which are available for free on all major platforms. In these timeless episodes, we cover a range of topics related to educational leadership that are just as relevant today as when they were first released. To learn more about improving student success, please visit my website at kimdmore.com. There are resources and information for you, your team, and your organization. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your educational leadership guide, and I believe that when students are led well, They learn well. Have a blessed day.